0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and
1: more. Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. In the US, Donald Trump's marked his 77th birthday we can only imagine what sort of celebration it might have been a day after he was arraigned in a Miami court. He's pleaded not guilty to charges relating to the mishandling of classified material, some of which he kept in a bathroom at his Florida home. Today, legal analyst Jill Wine-Banks, who was one of the prosecutors during the Watergate scandal, on the case against the former president and whether a jury would really convict him. Jill Winebanks. every time I speak to you, I'm sort of scratching my head about what's going on in American politics. And once again, there's been an extraordinary day in America.
0: We Today, we witness the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country.
1: First,
2: I well, I guess every time Trump. I talk to you, I'm embarrassed because of what's happening in America, because we never talk about the good things.
0: This day will go down in infamy and Joe Biden will forever be remembered as the president who together with a band of his closest thugs, misfits and Marxists tried to destroy American democracy.
2: We're talking about the extraordinary criminal things. Today was the first time in our history that a president has been federally indicted and previously had been indicted by the state. Yeah, two, two times in about two months. Exactly. There's also some civil cases pending that are quite serious. He was just held liable for sexual assault on Eugene Carroll mm. and defamation.
1: The jury in the civil case brought by former columnist Eugene Carroll found Donald Trump sexually abused her in the mid-1990s in a department store dressing room.
2: It's a serious set of events. Right Jill,
1: so run me through this rather extraordinary day outside the federal court in Miami. There were large crowds. We want Trump! We want Trump! No conflicts we luckily. What happened when Donald Trump arrived? Just run me through this process that he underwent during the day. So of course he
2: entered the building through an underground garage and was never out in the public. Mm -hmm. Once he entered the court, he was not subjected to a mugshot. They uploaded a stock photograph of him instead. And then he was brought into a courtroom where he was asked how he pled to the charges against him. And he pled not guilty.
1: And then afterwards, Jill, he goes to a Cuban
2: restaurant, which is an unusual move. (laughs) Yes, it's not just a Cuban restaurant. Uh It is Versailles. Food for everyone.
0: Food for everyone.
2: Which is a very famous restaurant. It is also the place where the Bay of Pigs was planned. And that is something where America got involved in trying to help prevent the communist takeover of Cuba. Mm
0: -hmm. The assault has begun on the dictatorship of Fidel Castro.
2: It was some CIA agents, who later became the Watergate burglars, (sighs) were involved in the Bay of Pigs, and it was planned at Versailles restaurant.
0: Mm -hmm. I think it's a rigged deal here, we have a rigged country, we have a country that's corrupt.
2: So I also can't help but think that Donald Trump, who aspires to be a king and who decorates his residences in gold also loved the fact that it's named Versailles and that it is painted in gold but it is a way of reaching out to a very strong Republican constituency the Cuban Americans in Florida
1: he then returned to his golf club in New Jersey and he spoke again Donald Trump yes it was pretty typical Donald Trump I think we've heard it all before. <laughs>
2: We, we have heard it all before.
0: Clear. They ought to drop this case immediately because they're destroying
2: the country. He's accusing the prosecutors of being political witch hunt. He's accusing them of being nice terrible person. human beings. Mine's
0: not such a nice person. Mine's a deranged lunatic. That's the prosecutor that they gave. He has found nothing. He totally There's
2: no picking on Donald Trump because it's Donald Trump.
1: So Jill, let's go into more detail now about the allegations against Donald Trump. There are 37 counts in this indictment.
2: Okay, so to briefly summarize them, Mm -hmm. there are 31 counts that deal with the willful retention of national defense information. And then he is charged with withholding documents and trying to persuade his attorney to hide documents. And he is also charged with Corruptly concealing documents, and another count of concealing a document in a federal investigation. And then there's a scheme to conceal from the grand jury and the FBI and making false statements.
1: Mm -hmm. So he's accused of retaining classified documents and then basically scheming to block the government's efforts to retrieve them, to get them back. Exactly. Some of these documents, Jill were apparently stacked in a bathroom at his mar estate.
2: <laughs> yes. The pictures, they're quite astounding. There was pictures of boxes in a ballroom at his club, which is a public place. Oh, On the stage in the ballroom, there are pictures of the boxes in a chandeliered bathroom, some hidden behind a plastic shower curtain, some just sitting opposite the toilet itself. And we're talking about highly... Classified material here, aren't we? We are. Super, super, super secret. (laughs) Yes, it's at the highest level of classification, which means the mere disclosure of it could cause grave danger to our country. Mm. So yes, it's at the highest level of classification. Mm. And it also in the indictment says that on at least two occasions, he shared documents that were of this nature with people without the appropriate uh, security clearance. So that's a really even more egregious violation. This rises to the level of espionage when you are sharing these documents Mm. with people who don't have security clearance.
1: One of the documents, Jill, outlines the possibility of a U.S. military attack on Iran.
2: Yes. This is how serious it is. Yes, And, and it also talks about the vulnerabilities of our country and of our allies. And to me, that just screams a dangerous thing. Because the last thing you want your enemies to know is what are your vulnerabilities, and that is some of the documents that he took. Okay, so Jill, what is Donald Trump
1: saying? I can see there is a bit of conjecture about whether the documents were declassified or not. Just tell me about that.
2: Well, at some points, he has claimed that he declassified them in his mind. If
1: you're the president of
0: the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about
2: it. Because or that you're whenever he took it, them out of a secure location, it, by very definition, he was declassifying them.
0: There can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. You're the president. You make that decision. So when you send it, it's declassified. We, I declassified everything.
2: And then we have a tape of him basically countering his own defense, mm. saying, well, I'd like to show you this document that I'm rustling and, you know, making this kind of noise mm. as he's talking to these people. I'd like to show it to you, but it's classified and I can't and I don't have the power to declassify it anymore. So he's basically saying months after he's out of the presidency, I still have classified documents, they aren't declassified, and I can't show them to you, but I am sort of showing them to you because I'm waving them in the air. So his defense, I would say, falls apart very quickly and should not be successful.
1: Okay, Joe. let's turn now to the politics of this because, of course, Donald Trump He's running again for the presidency, and not only that, he is the front runner, isn't he, in the Republican race. What have his opponents or his rivals in that race had to say
2: about these charges against Trump? Sadly, his opponents have said very little. Mm-hmm. Chris Christie, who has recently announced that he's running for Republican nomination, yeah. has criticised him. Did it. He took documents he wasn't supposed to take, He kept them when they asked him back for them. They got a grand jury subpoena. He refused to comply. Loser, loser, loser. Nikki Haley has almost but not quite criticized him. If this indictment is true, if what it says is actually the case, President Trump was incredibly reckless with our national security. Most of them are being silent, and many of the leading members of Congress are saying, Well, we'll just have to see. I gather these Republicans
1: would be a little wary as well because this could actually help Donald Trump rather than hinder his bid because I can see his support actually surged after his first arraignment, unbelievably. It
2: did, it surged, and he raised a lot of money. Mm on the false claim that he needed the money to defend himself when we know from past experience that he does not use the money for that purpose. I think in a court of law, the fear is, number one, it only takes one uh, MAGA supporter, uh, make America great again, uh, Trump supporter in court to say, I refuse to convict him, I will never be convinced that he's guilty And that would lead to a hung jury and a retrial. The other risk right now is that the judge, Eileen Cannon, so she has displayed an extreme bias in favor of Donald Trump. During the trial, she can do several things that could seriously impede the trial. She can grant a lot of delay. And, of course, justice delayed is often justice denied. She can create jury instructions that are very negative to the prosecution and very favorable to the defendant. I think the dangers are quite serious. So,
1: Jill, it sounds to me that you're pretty skeptical that Donald Trump will be convicted. What is your prediction? What do you think is going to happen?
2: No, no, I I am not. I am a possibly Pollyanna (laughs) because I believe that a jury will pay attention to the evidence in the courtroom. Mm -hmm that they will follow the jury instructions that say you must make your decision based only on the evidence presented in court, not your pre-existing views, because the evidence in the indictment is so strong and so clear.
1: Jill Wine-Banks is a former US federal prosecutor, MSNBC legal analyst, and author of The Watergate Girl. If you want to know more about how Donald Trump was found liable for sexually abusing writer E. Jean Carroll, we covered that on the 11th of May, and that's in your feed. This episode was produced by Veronica App App. Sam Dunn, who also did the mix Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow You can find all our episodes of the podcast on the ABC Listen app Thanks for listening